This is Good Together, the podcast that inspires you to create change in the world every day. Keep listening for actionable tips and tricks to incorporate eco-friendly practices into your daily life. We've been featured by Apple as the number one podcast for conscious consumers, and we can't wait to welcome you into our community of changemakers. I'm Lisa. And I'm Laura. We're the founders of Brightly.eco, the new platform for conscious consumers. We believe in supporting all creatures, great and small. And our team of experts show you how to live and shop responsibly by sharing world-changing lifestyle ideas, products, and more. To read show notes from Good Together and to browse all of the planet-friendly goodness that we feature, head to brightly.eco slash podcast. And to help spread the word about the podcast, tap on this episode and share Good Together with your friends and family. A simple text message helps us grow and create change around the world. This episode is brought to you by Sheets and Giggles, a company with a punny name but a seriously sustainable mission to make better bedding for everyone. Sheets and Giggles bedding consists of sustainably made 400 thread count eucalyptus sheets that are static-free, moisture-wicking, use no insecticides or pesticides, and are half the cost of their store-bought competition. Good Together listeners get 15% off at checkout by using the code BRIGHTLY at Sheets Giggles. The current pandemic is causing people to rethink their surroundings like never before, and folks are starting to prioritize what their family needs in terms of living situations. For many Americans, this means it's time to move. Usually around 10% of Americans move every year, but according to a study recently conducted by the Pew Research Group, over 20% of Americans, or approximately one in five people, have either moved because of COVID-19 or they know someone who has moved because of COVID-19. Whether you're moving across town or across the country, we all know that moving has an impact on the world. From your carbon footprint, to the waste you generate, to the policies you should advocate for in your new hometown, there are ways to do good by the planet while you move. In this episode, we cover questions like, do I really need all those cardboard boxes? And what should I do about downsizing? I actually just completed a big move myself and asked myself the very same questions. So in this episode, Lisa and I get into it all while it's still extremely fresh. Let's get into it. Hey, Laura. Hey, Lisa. How's it going? Good, good. Um, so today's topic is an interesting one and something that you've personally experienced like or still experiencing right <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm definitely still experiencing it so um you know I recently um you know with my family we made the decision to move out to Seattle so actually um we're mo we moved back to it if you will so mm -hmm. we used to live in Seattle um my one of my first jobs out of school was at Amazon my husband was stationed up here while he was a submarine officer. Um, so we loved the Pacific Northwest. And then we ended up moving to the Bay Area for quite a few years while we had careers. That's how I met you. Loved it. Um, but realized with with COVID, um, this is going to be something we're talking about in a second, but we, we had a chance to really be super mindful about our everyday decisions in our life. 
And we were like, you know what? We love Seattle. What would it look like to go back? And so we kind of put the wheels in motion. We're able to kind of get our living situation figured out. But, you know, because of COVID, people are moving in droves. Like, I don't know about you. Oh, yeah, yeah. no. You know, everyone has at least a friend, right, Uh, who they know that they're moving. I have multiple friends. So today I just want to give a shout out to what's the topic? Sustainable moving, right? It's kind of what is happening right now with moving uh, and people going everywhere, traveling and moving uh, during COVID, but also how can we make it sustainable, right? Exactly. And these were the questions I started asking myself as I was going through the process. Um, As a former military spouse, um, when my husband was in the military, we moved a lot then too. um, And the military took care of most of the details for us. So we didn't really think about it. But I do distinctly remember um, the amount of waste that was created with each move, because basically, the movers would come, they'd pack everything up for us, which from like, a lazy girl perspective was amazing. Um, yeah. But then once we got to the destination, they would come and drop the boxes off. Um, and, you know, we would unpack and we'd literally just be le- left with these mountains of boxes and just sort of moving away. So I, even back then, I started thinking, well, what does this actually mean in terms of the amount of waste I'm generating? Fast forward a few years to now. And, um, you know, literally, so just to, to kind of level set with the amount of people moving right now. Um, this yeah, is let's talk about why, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why we wanted to get into it was because, like you just said, I mean, you know that I moved. Um, you know a few people that are moving right now. Um, and actually, so typically around 10% of Americans move every year. Um, but according to a study conducted by the Pew Research uh, Group in June, over 20% of Americans or one in five people have either moved because of COVID-19 or they know somebody who's moved because of COVID-19. Like that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, you just, it's just like, you probably know it on the personal level. Like even before I saw the statistics, you know, I know multiple people who've moved. Um, and yeah. And my friend was like, there's so many U-Hauls everywhere around the city. Uh, so yeah, you, you can just see that. So why, why is this happening? Um, I know there's a lot of complex, kind of complexities and different issues that are contributing to that, not just like COVID, right? Yeah, there's there's so many things happening right now. I mean, to the point about the U-Haul, it's so funny. Like <laughs> there's areas of the country that like are showing clear migration patterns like f- like out of like Exodus or there has been an exodus out of larger cities. Yes. Um, and in some of those cities, it can be like impossible to find U-Hauls because the U-Hauls are kind of oh. all going one direction mm-hmm. um, and they're not getting returned because it's a super interesting anyway. Um, but yeah, so one of the reasons why we're seeing this sort of mass movement around the country um, is because, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people have lost their jobs right now. Yeah, a um, huge unemployed. amount, right? Isn't yes. it like unemployment higher than ever in like, history, like even during the Great Depression? Is that correct? That's what I've read. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's the way they pull those reports can be misleading sometimes, mm-hmm. but we do know that it's a lot of people. Um, yeah. And so, you know, and in, in the number continues to climb. Um, there's ways to kind of fudge the numbers, but again, a lot of people. So because people are now faced with their their businesses closing, their employers, um, you know, no longer needing them, et cetera, people need cheaper rent. Um, yeah. So when you think about living in a big city, yeah. you're going to expect to pay more. Um, so when you think about, okay, well, I've got to get out of here because I need cheaper rent or, you know, I've got to move in with my family. Um, and so people are kind of returning back to these suburbs, to the smaller towns where they grew up from because they've got to move with family. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, it's necessity. 
Um, another reason, uh, of course, in a lot of our Brightly team, um, you know, some of our interns, actually, I think all of our interns were faced with their colleges just shut down, their universities shut down. Mm -hmm. And most of them aren't even opening back up until next year. So they're having to move back in with family as well. Um, Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's that's the reality everyone is facing. And it's, it's very difficult. Like, and again, back in the early days of COVID, I couldn't believe that, you know, colleges wouldn't open until December, but it's, it's very much a reality. Some colleges are opening, but I think it will, everyone is kind of um, looking how it's going to go. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if the colleges that are opening will reclose again, because again, we just don't know how the situation will play in in winter and beyond. Exactly. And it becomes a risk uh, assessment for every business and college that wants to maintain a situation where a lot of people will be gathering together. Um, you know, oftentimes they'll have folks come in to consult. And, you know, if you've been to a business recently, you'll see those plexiglass screens be put up and, mm-hmm. you know, there's ways to mitigate it. But at the end of the day, most people are going to say, you know what, we're just not going to take the risk. Um, but, you know, continuing on the moving thought here, a lot of people want more space, right? Because we're yes. all at home. I mean, we're more. spending like all of our time at home at this point, right? Exactly. So you might have made a move a few years ago into a big city for a job. Let's let's go down this path. And you know, you got an apartment in a great area of the city. Um, you've got a it's a lot of money, but you were like, you know what, it's gonna be worth it because I'm gonna be around my friends, I'm mm-hmm. gonna be close to work. I mean, I'm going to be around all these great restaurants and, uh, you know, attractions. Well, now all of those things don't exist anymore, at least right now, right? Like a lot of friends are moving out. Um, Your job is remote. So there's no reason to be close to the office. And a lot of your favorite restaurants and things to do have closed down. So a lot of people are looking around at this and saying like, why am I paying so much money to be in a city that is, you know, unfortunately not the city that I originally moved here for? Of course, that's a controversial topic because... Mm -hmm you know, there's the school of thought, which is, you know, if you want to be a great citizen and a true, you know, lover of that city, then you're going to stick it out. And that's one way to think about it. Um, But the other way is to also say, you know what, I really value more space. I need a backyard, all these things. So I'm out, right? Yeah. And you need to make better decisions for your family, ultimately, right? Um, It's, um, it's whatever, whatever is prior to you personally. So let's talk about, you know, the eco-friendly way to move. I know, again, you you are still going through this. uh, So you you are the expert definitely in this. I have moved recently, kind of almost a year ago, again, this year. Yeah, it's crazy. I feel like it was just, I feel like you just moved like just a few months ago, but it wasn't. In a year. um, And I've literally moved two minutes walking distance uh, from my older place. So I think it was very kind of eco-friendly. And yeah, let's talk about about how to make moving more eco-friendly because it will be very relevant to a lot of folks these days. For sure. For sure. So the first thing is one thing that I talked about earlier, which is the packaging and Mm -hmm. the boxes, et cetera. So, um, you know, how many boxes do you typically use? Well, statistically, the average house needs about 60 boxes to move. Now, if you live with somebody who has a lot of things, like my husband, mm-hmm. we used a lot more boxes than 60. Um, and so what can you do regardless of how many boxes you need to use? That's going to create waste. So few tips that I have. Um, and, and I actually went through this process thinking through all the things that I could do. And I'll tell you why I did some things mm-hmm. over another. So 
One thing is if it's a local move, like you were just talking about, of course, if you're within walking distance, you might not even really need boxes. You could like pick things up and move them. Exactly. Um, I literally walked with some stuff. Oh, that's awesome. No, I love it. Yeah. Just like grab your blender and like, yeah, that's amazing. (laughs) But if you, if you can't do that, um, then you need boxes. And so if it's a local move, if you are in um, even a mid-sized to, to larger city, you will probably have somebody that you can rent bo- reusable boxes from. So like big plastic boxes. Um, so some of these companies, I mean, you could literally just say like reusable moving boxes. Um, you know, some of these uh, boxes are made with recycled plastic, which is awesome. But regardless, those reusable boxes are actually meant to be used up to 400 times, which is That's crazy. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is just probably the best solution. Um, but the issue with that and why I wasn't able to use that that uh, method of packing was most of those are for local moves only. So, so you have to return it somehow. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So basically you, um, the ones that I was looking at, you place the order online, they drop them off to your house, you pack everything up, you move. And then when you're ready, you just schedule the pickup time. Mm. Um, so they'll come get them from you even. But yeah, if you're moving to another city, I had did not find a company that operated on a national level. So hey, so if, if you're someone for knows, a, yeah. if someone knows, let us know, you know, email us. Yeah. Or if you're looking for a new startup idea, hey, right, free, you might make free a idea. <laughs> free idea. Hey, just give us a shout out, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, hey, please, somebody make that company thing. That'd be great. Um, anyway, so most people, because of this, use cardboard boxes. And that's what I was talking about earlier. And so the cardboard boxes that we all know, like the dish packs and the TV boxes, all of those things, you can buy them at U-Haul, Home Depot, et cetera. Those are designed to be used for about four moves. And I think most people don't get that. Like most people think I'm moving, I have to go out to U-Haul and buy just like a pallet of boxes. And, you know, they're not crazy expensive, but they do add to your costs. And one of the cool things is because those things are designed to be used for four moves, that doesn't mean that you have to like cram them under your basement for the next time you move. No, what you should do and what we actually did was give them away for free on Craigslist, like pass it on. So that's what we did. Yeah, we I actually, love what you did. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, we literally went, so I we went to Home Depot because we literally started down this path. We were like, okay, let's go buy some freaking boxes. Let's, let's get to it. And then we were like, wait a second, let's look on Craigslist to see who's got them. And there were so many people. And so literally my husband just um, went out to this lady's house who had just finished a move and got all the boxes we needed for free. Um, and she even That's threw awesome. in packing material, which was awesome. So she did. And, you know, so like I said, um, most of those boxes can be used for at least four moves. And I was interested to find out that um, according to the Fiber Box Association, which apparently is a thing, mm-hmm. it's a cardboard industry group, um, one of their representatives said that when those boxes have kind of reached the end of their life in terms of the move, they can withstand the fibers that are created um, with the for these boxes can withstand seven rounds of recycling, which is really cool. Wow, that's so, awesome! Yeah, so that's durable. That's, yeah, that's awesome. And yeah, again, getting stuff for free and reusing other people's stuff—that's that's the best way to go. Absolutely. Yeah, free um, Craigslist, Facebook swap groups—you know it, right? Yeah, exactly. So let's talk about tape and packaging materials. Yeah, for sure. So one question that I had was, what's up with all this tape? Because if you have a lot of boxes, you have to use a lot of tape. Um, And so I started looking into this and there's a few things here. So like, number one, um, you know, 
whether you're getting a package from an e-commerce company or you're using tape on uh, moving boxes, do you need to remove the tape before you send those cardboard boxes off to the recycling center like I was just talking about? Um, and so according to one major recycling facility, no, it's actually not usually necessary, which is interesting. So like we just said earlier, when those boxes are, um, you know, begin to get recycled, they have to be broken down. And so when they break them down, the tape usually gets separated just because of the way, um, you know, the, the fibers kind of disintegrate or whatever. That's probably not the right term, but yeah, the way they separate out. Um, so yeah, shouldn't be an issue. That being said, um, anything you could pull off helps that helps that process. Um, and plastic tape is plastic tape, right? So if you have to use plastic tape, which most of the time you do, that's okay. Um, but paper tape is actually biodegradable. Most of it is, um, even with the glue on it, which is really interesting. I didn't know that. Um, so if you can use paper tape, hey, try it, right? That's awesome. Yeah, I think the recycling part, we will do a whole episode about that. I think just like recycling, it's a, it's a, I feel like it's an area you need to study and get a PhD on if like to yes. be the perfect recycler. Uh, so yeah, just asking, but as you go around, like, uh, through your life, you know, just asking like this tiny little questions and learning from it. Uh, that's very important. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's get to this more, I think uh, probably the most important uh, topic and something that's very popular within our communities kind of has to do a little bit with minimalism, right? And like cutting down on what you have, decluttering your life, right? And Absolutely. of course, move when whenever you're moving, this is your opportunity to get a, a read of a lot of stuff that you don't need, don't use, uh, or just you know clean out um clean stuff out that is no longer good yeah absolutely and actually right before i get into that one other thing i wanted to mention about packing materials really quickly is um don't forget to use paper instead of bubble wrap please don't buy the oh, plastic yeah. stuff right mm -hmm. like that just that that'll stay around forever um and then you know like i said rent or try and get what you need for free so moving blankets don't buy moving blankets like please don't like use yeah. sheets and towels that you already have in your house like just you know keep it all together like try not to acquire new stuff and that's kind of cuts goes into this next topic which is yes like in my opinion i think there's two types of movers um like the moving <laughs> mindsets if you will that you that you can use when you move so number one there's people who pack everything up and then they kind of sort through some stuff once they get there um, but they, they just literally, when it's time to move, you take a box, you do the whole, like swipe off a table, just into a box, right? <laughs> you just kind of stuff as much as you can and you move everything. Um, and actually that's what the, the Navy or like professional movers did for us. We used to laugh because they would literally pack up trash. Like if you had not emptied out your trash cans, they would pack your trash can full of trash, which is wow. like, crazy but they did that i'm sure so that you couldn't come back later and say oh i lost something because of you so for them it was a liability reason but for a lot of other people it's just easier right it, it is it's easier to not think about it what i would like to challenge you to do is to be person uh moving mindset number two if you find that you're number one which is try to downsize before or even during the move as yes. you're packing and get rid of a lot of stuff um and I say that meaning let's 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 think about how we can get rid of your stuff responsibly. So, yes, some of it's going to have to go to the dump. That's the unfortunate reality. And that's going to be the really the single use stuff that we talk about all the time on Brightly and on this podcast, which is try not to acquire single use stuff, because 
when the rubber hits the road, it's going to have to go to the dump a lot of times. And so mm-hmm. be really mindful. You know, it's super easy to grab a big trash can, or sorry, big trash bag and just start to shove stuff in it. But be really mindful about like what you're throwing away and think about how do I stop myself from acquiring this amount of stuff in the beginning? <laughs> like, exactly. How do exactly. I do that? <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. We'll get back to today's episode in just a second, but we wanted to take a break to recognize a few companies that we've partnered with. Right now, there are thousands of ethical brands out there, which can be confusing and overwhelming. This is why Brightly exists. We are your guide to doing good in the world through conscious consumerism. We personally vet and try products from every single brand that we partner with, both on our podcast and on our platform, Brightly.eco, so that you don't have to do the research yourself. Partnerships like this are what helps Brightly and our community grow and increase our impact. Thank you. Laura, you've probably heard me talk all the time about my love for Sheets and Giggles. I've been sleeping on their new sustainable eucalyptus sheets for the past three months straight. I recommend them a thousand percent. Every week, I wash them and put them back on the bed right away. They're my go-to sheets. All of my other sheets, even the ethical ones, are taking a long break. After hearing you rave about them for so long, I finally got to try their new eucalyptus comforter. I'm a weirdo. I really like having a comforter on my bed all the time, even in the middle of the summer. And I haven't been waking up hot when I've been using this one from Sheets and Giggles. It's a great ethical and sustainable alternative to the down one we used to use that's now sitting on our guest bed. Another thing I love about Sheets and Giggles is that they don't use plastic packaging and their materials don't use pesticides. So they're kind to our animal and insect friends. They also plant a tree for each sheet set that is sold, and they are passionate about giving back. They give 10% off to their customers who donate their old sheets to homeless shelters and have donated over $40,000 to Colorado COVID relief. That's awesome. Good Together listeners get 15% off at checkout by using the code BRIGHTLY at sheetsgiggles.com. Yeah, I think move uh, moving is always an opportunity to like just think about it and um, just like it, because you suddenly realize the sheer amount of stuff you have. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and I don't know if you already mentioned that. Um, yeah, we've already mentioned it before about the swap groups, right? Free Craigslist stuff. Uh, you know, one man's trash is another man's treasure, right? So always ask you start with your friends from the your immediate community and then kind of. Uh, use all the online resources that are, you know, more and more out there. Facebook groups. Um, yeah, you know, the, get the rid f- of whatever you can um, responsibly. So yeah, free Craigslist. We use this a ton personally. Um, so, you know, one challenge I think people have a lot is furniture. Um, so yes. you, a lot of times furniture is bought because it fulfills a really specific need yep. in the house that you're in or the apartment or whatever. And when it's time to move to a new place, you can look at pictures and hopefully like you had a chance to go look at stuff in person, but there's always a few things that you know just aren't going to fit or they're just not going to work well. And so rather than, this is my this is my opinion, rather than moving it, which we'll talk about why it's better to downsize just a second, but rather than moving it and getting there, getting it to its final destination, realizing I don't need this, try and get rid of it before, um, you know, reward your friends that help you move. Um, we, we had a great friend that helped us and um, he really wanted some of our furniture and some of our houseplants. Like, unfortunately, some of our houseplants weren't able to make the journey with us. Um, and so we we gifted it to him. Right. Um, and you would just be so surprised at what some people 
um, will be so grateful to get, whereas you have kind of already discarded it in your head. So, um, you know, get rid of things responsibly, stay organized too. So like when you're putting stuff into boxes, um, just write down what it is. If it's on the box, that's great. If you need to make like a Google doc, if you want to be super organized, but like one thing I want people to avoid doing is, you know, forgetting what they have, right? We talk about this in our minimalism, minimalism episode, but like, don't, don't get rid of things that you know you're going to rebuy. So just because that's, that's easier yeah. sometimes, right? If you can, don't do that. Um, and then be organized. Like don't rebuy stuff, right? Exactly. Yeah. And I think where you're, I think you're way better than me at this is, you know, preparing for it. Right. So like whenever, if you haven't thought it out, the moving process, the haven't organized things, haven't clear things out if you just start with the process it, it is exhausting process it's a big thing oh, it's so too, right <laughs> you will just try to do to kind of cut corners and yeah. you will be unsustainable you and but most importantly you just will be m- wasting money right uh exactly. if you don't take time to prepare i mean i don't yeah. <laughs> i don't want to sound like i'm like here's what to do. I, I do all of these mistakes, but, um, next time I move, I will re-listen to this episode and then we'll do better. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is nobody's perfect. Like I didn't yeah. do all this either. Like I, um, I gave myself as much time as I possibly could. So we moved pretty fast just yeah. because of timing. Um, and so, you know, I didn't have as much time as I usually like to, to prep, but, you know, do it one room at a one room per day. If you could do that, that cuts things That's down smart. too. So that, mm-hmm. That'll give you more time to like think through and be more thoughtful. Um, but you know, sometimes you don't like we were, we were just mad because I think I packed some of our like important documents into a box that usually we like to like carry with us for like, you know, when you have to establish residency in a new place, I was like, crap, I think I packed the passports, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so you're going to make mistakes be, be gentler to yourself, be okay. Um, but, uh, one of the reasons why we wanted to make sure that we cover the getting rid of stuff before you leave is because, you know, moving creates a pretty big carbon footprint that Mm -hmm. would not have existed if you were going to stay put. Right. So that's something that we kind of have to wrestle with and, you know, make the best decision that your family needs, like no judgment there. But when it comes time to move stuff, if you can get rid of more stuff at the beginning, you're not going to have to incur extra gas um, mileage to, uh, sorry, extra, um, you know, resources created to literally physically move your stuff. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So it's always great to keep in mind the environmental impact in general. Uh, So yeah, moving itself. uh, There's, of course, most of the time, if you want to save money, you will be doing it yourself, right? The DIY method. Exactly. Yeah. So we talk about this in our, um, we did an episode talking about road trips and things like that. But, you know, before you leave, Make sure your car's in good shape. Um, so that's for safety reasons, but it's also for eco reasons, right? Like if you've got better, um, you know, if your tires are pumped full of air, you're going to get better, um, you know, fuel economy, which is going to increase your MPGs, which is going to make less gas consumption necessary. Now, granted, when you are hauling things in a U-Haul or you've got your car packed down, your fuel efficiency is going to be impacted like (laughs) but you know just do that um and like we said if you've cut down the amount of stuff then hey it's just easier and better for the environment anyway um the other thing is you know make sure as you're moving most people are you know in their car make sure that you've plotted out good good um places to support while you're going on your road trip and your move granted it's not gonna be vacation like literally (laughs) we tried i tried this so here's a story literally 
we moved from the Bay Area to Seattle and halfway between Israel is, is in Oregon. And I thought, let's try and see if we can squeeze in a quick sort of drive by to Crater Lake because I haven't been to Crater Lake. Um, and granted, that's a little bit more inland. But when I did the, the calculations, it wasn't going to cost us that much more time. Well, what happens? The day of the move arrives, you know, we, we used... Um, a pod pod systems mm-hmm. to move. So that's kind of like a half DIY, half not. Um, but we, we packed most of our stuff in a pod. So pod folks get there. It takes a while. We get on the road later. That's how it always works. And we're in the car for six hours. I have three dogs with me. I was like, and my husband was in a different car. We were doing this, you know, caravan thing. And I was like, yeah, let's not go to Crater Lake. <laughs> so it's not going to be a vacation. That's the moral of that story. Like you might try and stop in a fun place, but you're going to be exhausted, right? Like Lisa exactly. knows I've been exhausted for like a month. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And uh, what about, uh, you said you mentioned something about green movers. Um, so like, I don't remember, I think, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, does U-Haul have kind of like a greener, like, car options. Uh, I think like I see advertise on their, on their I, truck. I, I'm actually not a hundred percent sure. I mean, I think in general, um, the moving companies have recognized that people want to move in better ways and more mm-hmm. sustainable ways. So I believe some of them are trying to invest in, uh, you know, electric vehicles even, yeah. or, mm-hmm. you know, letting you haul things in better ways. Um, if you choose to go with a quote unquote green mover, um, you can, you can do your research there, but, um, there are folks who will use like trucks that run on biodiesel, which is yeah. cool. Um, there are moving companies that use those uh, reusable um, packing materials like we talked about earlier. So there definitely are people who recognize that moving does create a pretty big carbon footprint, uh, collect both individually for families and also collectively. So there's definitely people out there um, thinking about it. So good news there. But I mean, good news there. Bad news is I couldn't really find anything on a national level. So again, please somebody make the best green moving company ever. <laughs> yeah. And you can see, I was actually watching just like TV and like, I'm like, I realizing that so many commercials or commercials, like regular brands, they're starting some of it is greenwashing. We just published an article on Brightly. Go check it out on Brightly. They go an article about greenwashing so you can recognize yes. it. But the reason why, again, why the brands are starting to use this language, trying to trick us in some cases, some brands, as we, you've heard in previous episodes, we've done with uh, Trista, right? It just launched uh, for us yesterday. Uh, you heard that brands are actually big companies, corporations taking huge steps towards sustainability and, and actually truly uh, making things right. Uh, and the reason is because you are asking for it, right? So if you, you know, brands and business strategists, they are observing your Google searches, right? So if you more and more people are looking for green movers, Chances are that the brand, uh, one of the companies will start a green green moving initiative or a company will start a completely sustainable moving company. So, and that's because of you as a consumer who is asking, emailing brands or just, again, searching on Google. That's exactly uh, makes a real difference. Exactly. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, once you move, um, this was something that you and I were talking about um, just in general, which is. We, I moved, you know, a lot of people moving and, you know, the, the exodus or movement or whatever you want to call it of people from one place to another does also have a social impact. Um, so actually on the negative side of things, I've been reading articles recently, they just come up in my newsfeed, but, you know, in areas that are not traditionally used to an influx of 
permanent or like semi-permanent residents. Like, so a lot of places like the Hamptons, Mm -hmm. Lake Tahoe, beach areas, those places oftentimes are set up to support summer economies and that's it. Um, And so what happened during COVID was you had a lot of people moving out to these sort of summer areas, not in the summer. So they put Mm -hmm. a strain on the local economy in terms of the hospitals couldn't handle it. Um, The grocery stores and things were not used to operating at that capacity. And so some of these small towns have been struggling, to be honest, with this influx. So if you are planning on sort of temporarily relocating, make sure that you're being responsible, that you're not going, I, I read something specifically in the Hamptons, which I mean, you know, there's the Hamptons. So that's about all I'm going to say about that. But, <laughs> uh, you know, there there was a, a lot of the locals were really upset that um, folks were coming in and like hoarding food. Um, they'd like go into these small uh, groceries that were already at lo- lower capacity mm. and just buying everything up. So that's crappy. So yeah. basically be respectful, right? When you, when you move in, be respectful of your community. Don't be that asshole that gets there and hoards the food or even worse. Like, don't you hate it when you talk to a friend who just moves and all they do is like complain about like how the new place doesn't have X, Y, and Z that the old place did. Like just, just no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You've made this decision and yeah. But again, be a good citizen as you, you're saying. Uh, guess what? It's your chance to improve this community, right? If you want uh, to have some of the things. Exactly. Um, Exactly. Um, And yeah, you were talking about, um, so you you have to update your driver's license, right? And all the things like that. Yeah, you do. So um, when you move to a new state, um, you you have to update your, you know, yeah, your driver's license, your documents and things like that. Use that as the opportunity to register to vote. So I actually was a little bit concerned about this because, you know, we are coming up on the election. And I was like, you know, it's been a while since I've registered to vote. um, And so I was like, oh, gosh, what's the lead time? But the, the nice thing is when you go to change your license, there's oftentimes, um, or even when you go to change your address um, with USPS, um, there are little prompts that help you figure out how to change your voting registration. So make sure you do that because nobody wants their ballot, if it ever gets mailed to them, which we're not going to get into that th- today, but please, fingers crossed for the USPS, um, nobody wants their ballot to go to the wrong place or not be eligible to vote. So do that because it's super important. Um, and along with that, read up on your new community's politics like just just start to get involved like look at what the mayor's doing look mm-hmm. at what the city council's doing do you yeah. agree with those um decisions you know maybe it's not quite the time when you first move to go in and like run for office <laughs> but you can at least start to get familiar and figure out okay well you know i i might need to kind of be get you know get involved with stuff yeah, and of course, read up on the eco policies, right? And as I've mentioned, like recycling is one of the topics that we keep going back and um, back with our community. There's never-ending recycling questions, and Laura and I we are educating ourselves and along with our community. But it's very important to know the recycling, local recycling and composting rules, um, and yeah, just be informed because uh, it will be. It's, it is very important that you you know these rules and you're doing things correctly because we we already mentioned this um i believe the quote before on our plastics episode right like only nine percent of plastic actually that we throw into recycling bins it actually gets recycled because we don't do it correctly i yeah. and again this it's is a whole, yeah it's a whole different topic on the recycling episode there should absolutely be changes in like 
policies, governmental and local policies to make it more simple for people. I think it is very, very important. It's, it is a lot to ask for us in community to think about like little, like every tiny little thing and expect us to remember the rules. So, and there's has to be a lot of innovation has to happen too before we can you know, have better systems as well. Yeah. Um, so figure out when trash day is, figure out yeah. when, you know, what, what the recycling situation is. And, and if you don't like it, then figure out a way to, to push for change. Cause yeah. I think it makes sense. And, mm-hmm. you know, alongside with that, a lot of our listeners are advocacy, um, gurus, they like to volunteer. And so, you know, rather than, you know, I mean, certainly make sure you're still liking your old uh, area things on Facebook and supporting them from afar. But rather than kind of just sitting there and being like, man, I really miss volunteering with my friends at the X, Y, and Z, see what the counterpart is uh, where, where you've moved to. So like you might have volunteered at your local animal shelter. Well, what's the new one like? Mm-hmm. What, how much help do they need? Um, and if one doesn't exist, well, I don't think you could start up an animal shelter, but <laughs> um, maybe you can. You could start a rescue, I suppose, if you really wanted to. Um, but find the counterpart um, and get involved there and maybe use this new time that we all have to figure out ways you can volunteer remotely. Exactly, exactly. Well, I think that's it. I think Laura uh, gave so many ideas. Thank you. And I will, I'm not moving anywhere, uh, at least for now. Uh, so we shall see. But um, we'll see. I, hey, based on those stats, you know, you might be uh, moving <laughs> yeah, exactly. sooner than you think. So I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Well, yeah. thank you so much, Laura. I think it was a fun and a very important episode, too, especially today. Absolutely. And if you move um, and use any of these tips, just tag us on social. Let us know. Exactly. Um, you know, we'd love to see it and yeah appreciate you guys listening to the podcast bye Thanks for joining us on another episode of Good Together. As always, you can get show notes and explore lots more content related to all things eco-friendly living by checking out brightly.eco slash podcast. And don't forget to join in on the conversation that's happening on our Facebook group. Simply search Good Together Ethical Shopping and it'll come up. You can also leave us a question through voicemail. The link is on brightly.eco slash podcast. If you're into social media, give us a follow on Instagram, Facebook, and all of the channels. Our username is brightly.eco. Finally, we want to leave you with a reminder. Every day is a chance for you to create change, and you're already covered for today since you joined us here on the podcast. Stay kind and live brightly.